This is Jeff Hardy of the Club Kayfabe Podcast, and I want to talk about a serious issue. You see, somebody burned down my house, they burned down my drugs, they burned down my shoes, they burned my toast, they burned everything. But what they can't burn down are the eyeballs on my eyeballs. Please enjoy listening to the Club Cafe podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 129 of the Club Cafe podcast. As always, I'm Pat McDermott, joined alongside by Dan Pack. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, kiss my ass, kiss his ass, kiss your ass, Happy Hanukkah. And, Chris O'Mealy. And of course, that is from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which is basically the best Christmas movie ever. And uh, Dan and I are reviewing that on Talkin' Talkies, and you guys should watch it because... You know, apparently that's the thing now. It's after Thanksgiving, so now we're all allowed to put up our Christmas decorations. And I would just like some of you, who do, apparently do listen to the show, I would just like some of you to know that my Christmas decorations have been up for weeks. And if you have a problem with that, y'all can suck it. Because, as Dan Peck always says, Christmas hype... Starts Boxing Day. Exactly. So, uh... But hey, don't forget to check out Talking Talkies. And uh, oh, you guys, you need to check out my new podcast, Jersey Rain, because this week I talked to Mr. Pat McDermott. And last week I talked to Mr. Dan Peck. It was awesome. Yeah, I mean, uh, my show was better and all, but, you know. No, 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 no. Yours was good. Mine was better. The difference? Showmanship. I, I don't know. I heard I heard one person say my show was indeed unlistenable. <laughs> <clears throat> that was me. <laughs> no, but I still listen to the whole episode because I'm a good friend. Well, damn. Okay. Um, so even though I think it was like three weeks ago at this point, uh, Survivor Series happened. <clears throat> I know. It's, oh, man. It does feel like forever ago. It really does. It's only well, been six days. <laughs> yeah, but... It's, it has been a while, so what we're going to do, we're going to go over the results of yeah. the show and talk about each match and how much we loved it and how much it was apparently the worst pay-per-view ever, and it was so predictable, and now we're all going to watch Monday Night Football. Oh. Because uh, that's a thing. That. That's yeah, not a thing yeah. I'm doing. That's like, oh, wait, I'm not doing that. First thing I was asked on Thanksgiving by people I don't know because a football game was on is, hey, do you watch football? My answer, Nope. And that killed all conversation. I was happy. <laughs> all right. Um, oh, and speaking of the sports, uh, Dan, congratulations to your Panthers. Uh, yeah, bro, 11-0. So they're the team to beat this year. You to beat them Cowboys. Man, they sure yeah. can sports. Yeah, suck it, Mike, who doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> Damn, Mike. Mike, high crust guy. <clears throat> he's just he's just jelly because I was in close proximity to, to a girl he likes. You know the great thing about not being a sports fan, Dan. What's your favorite team in football? 
Carolina Panthers. Wow, mine too. What a coincidence. <laughs> Pat, what a coincidence. Pat, you're what we call a bandwagon fan. <laughs> bandwagon. He doesn't fan. go with the best team. He just goes with whoever you said. He goes yeah. with the team everyone likes at the party. Mm-hmm. I but love I t- the insert local sports team here. Unless you don't like local sports team. Well, unless I'm a heel. Yeah, if I'm a heel, I hate local sports team. Ah, your local sports team is awful. Oh, be careful, because you'll get fired if you say that. Quote, unquote. <laughs> oh, Eve. That's what, that's what the dirty, dirty sheets say. Yeah, well, the dirt sheets are never wrong, obviously. But the dryer God. sheets seem to be right way more often. The dryer sheets are amazing. It's all thanks to that guy over there. Thanks, Dan. Whoa, I didn't even know he was in the room yet. I usually just hey, wait he's, outside. He's getting his entries ready. You didn't get the note? It was, it was the memo that said, bring your laundry to work day. And Stonefold's <laughs> folding our laundry right now. Really? Well, ours. I yeah. feel bad because I did laundry like two days ago. There's like a shirt in, in the dirty laundry. <laughs> Hell, son, you should wash that one shirt. <laughs> You're you're close to the mic. You don't need to yell like you're across the room. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So first off, at Survivor Series, the longest match on the whole show happens on the pre-show, as we get the the amazing team of the Cosmic Wasteland with Bo Dallas and, well, four out of five ain't bad. The Miz, and they take on the Dudley Boys, Neville. Titus O'Neil in singles action because Cesaro's hurt, so Titus fills in for him. And the returning Gold Dust, which got a huge pop, and that was Certainly pretty cool. So. He uh, deserves it. Yes. Uh, Victor's eliminated right away by Gold Dust, like th- pretty much 30 seconds into the match. Man, he will rise. Uh, Connor gets gets to at least do five minutes, and he gets taken out by Bubba. The, the, oh, the, so that's the thing, right? On NXT a week ago. They were they were showcased as an awesome tag team, and now back up to the main roster. LOL, can't last five yeah. seconds in a match. Even though they lost to Jordan and Gable, they were still they still looked good. Right. Uh, thumb is he gets the next elimination off of Neville, but it's it's okay because he also got taken out by a bow dog before he got the skull crushing finale, so that's okay. But then the Miz is eliminated right after Goldust schoolboys him. So it's basically down to Stardust and Bo Dallas, and I'm super happy that Bo Dallas is still on the team. He gets taken out by Titus, and then finally, Stardust is pinned after a 3D. Your sole survivors are everyone but Neville. You know, Not Titus, so Bubba, Devon, Goldust. But hey, you know, the, the Dudleys are jobbers, and Neville's an unbeatable god because he's from NXT. Because that's what stupid people think. So, of course, we're going to kick off the show with the tournament semifinals. First, we get Roman Reigns and Alberto Del Rio. And LOL, if you actually thought Del Rio was going to win this match. Wait, can I say something about Alberto Del Rio since coming back? Okay, how he's done nothing? Well, you could say that. But I I think his his new finisher, that corner finisher he sets up for, is really dumb. And this match just proved that. Because everybody has to hold themselves up with the second or the bottom rope for him to actually do that uh, mushroom stomp that he does. And Roman <laughs> Reigns is just like, what if I just lean back, baby girl? Oh, counter. 
Sweet. Alberto, Alberto Don Mario. Yeah, so you, yes, so you actually have to hold yourself up in order to take that move. Like, you physically have to grab those bottom ropes, or else you're just laying there and nothing happens. It's real. Yeah. It, it looks devastating, but it's should, really silly. You should stick with the cross arm breaker. Right, or, you Alberto know... Alberto Del Rey, lol. Or have or a I, reason for him to set them up on the... Like, set their arms up why on the rope. Do, well, why does the backstabber have to be a signature now? Why can't that be a finisher? It was Carlito. Because Carlito's coming back. Oh, yeah. He's been coming back since 2013. <laughs> Any day now. All right, but I, I do want to say this. The Reigns-Del Rio match was really, really good. It was. I just thought really that spot was silly. Really good. Well, I think it was. I think it helped that Roman a lot because Roman wrestled a great match against Del Rio, and Del Rio is a fantastic worker. The two of them just have weak characters at the moment. That's their that's their weakness. Del Rio had a weak character his entire last run, though. Really, I mean, he was always yeah. solid. Then he in the went ring. to Lucha, and he had an awesome character, and then he came back, and they're like, "Oh, the only thing we can figure out to do with you is that you're Mexican." <laughs> well, Which is you what with- they need, <laughs> but they're just like. Can't figure it out. Although I think yeah. putting him with Zeb Coulter as that ridiculous mismatch does work. Uh, it, it did for like the first two weeks, but I'm already over no, it still. because I think the Mex America thing I think is stupid. And well, we'll I guess we can talk about it now. It was a cool way to bring back Zach, Jack Swagger and kind of make him relevant immediately again on Raw, but it still isn't doing anything for me. It just feels. I don't know. The whole thing feels phoned in, and it's just like, you've got this amazing wrestler. There's so much more you could do with him. <laughs> Is it because you can tell Zeb Coulter doesn't mean a word he's saying? Uh, I'm sure that has a lot to do with it. I don't know. It just, it just doesn't feel strong. Like Roman. Who won? Roman's pretty strong. He did. Um, so that was that was the real predictable one. The next match was Kevin Owens and Dean Ambrose, and that was the, I'm pretty sure Ambrose is going to win, but there's a good chance Owens can win, especially with the promo he cut beforehand. Which, I mean, Kevin Owens just gets better every single time he talks. And, of course, we had a Diet Owens diet sign that he called out on Twitter, where he's like, it's okay, the guy was just hiding how out of shape he is, or something like that. Mm. He was, oh, was, was, was near his crotch, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. That's what it was. That was even better. But uh, Ambrose wins this match, and it's a really friggin' good match. Again, an awesome match. So Survivor Series is doing great so far. Dirt face and a fat guy. Both guys look really good. A cat in a shirt and a cat in a shirt and shorts. Yep. Then we get the next... Yeah, but his shirt got ripped, so he was a cat in a shirt... Not in a shirt. I know, I, and when his shirt got ripped, I was like, oh no, now he's heel, right? That's what's going to happen? <laughs> but no, later we find out he's actually still wearing the shirt. <laughs> yeah, the same shirt. It's it's like around his waist, but it's there. Of course. He just hasn't taken it all the way off. <laughs> Alright, so you get your 5-on-5 five five traditional Survivor Series match next, and Andrew Whitaker somehow managed to call all ten participants... To a T. And getting the teams right and everything. Yeah. It's Ryback, the Usos, and the Lucha Dragons versus the New Day with Seamus and King Barrett. And Barrett dancing to the New Day music with Seamus just judging him was great. Especially when Seamus tried to judge and then they all judged him. Or there was the Seamus said something really off color, LOL. I can't remember what it was offhand, but it was something that was like, okay. A white guy definitely shouldn't have said that. And they all just looked at him, including Barrett. 
just like yeah. stink eye. I forget what it was, but it was really it was really good. <laughs> oh, he said. Uh, oh, let's get jiggy. He was going to get jiggy with it. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. Which reminded me of when uh, Christian was on Team Kofi Kingston back in '09. Where he, oh, got yeah. the, he made the rap. It, it was like it was, Kofi, MVP, Mark yeah, Henry. Mark Henry. <laughs> and then there's just Christian. Oh, and R-Truth was on that R-Truth. team. Wait, was that, was that Tomko dropped me a beat? Was that that day? No. No. Tomko dropped me a beat was from, from the, the Royal Rumble. That had to have been 04 or 05. Yeah. yeah. That was good, too. Because they were, they were feuding up before the Rumble match. Tomko dropped me a beat. No. And then the, the rhyme went like, uh, Team Kofi Kingston, uh, we know we're going to fight. Four of us are black and one of us is white. What's up? <laughs> What's up? What is up, my brother? <laughs> so, King Barrett's the first one eliminated. I'm like, oh, of all nine, of all ten people oh, that could possibly started, be eliminated. <laughs> they did that dance because Xavier went and grabbed the grabbed the trombone, and they all turned around. <laughs> that was pretty funny. But then we get we get the elimination of Jimmy Uso, and then Sin Cara, and you're like, oh, the bad guy's got the advantage, but then they eliminate Big E, and as soon as they eliminate Big E, Kofi and Xavier Woods, like, help him to the back end. <laughs> He's hurt. Come back. He's hurt. He needs help. <laughs> and yeah, Sheamus is just like, what the fella? <laughs> And he gets eliminated by Shell Shock. And then they and call the match, even though clearly those other two hadn't been counted out yet because they weren't legal when they left. Right. So which, like, for which the is funny rules, when, this would have been the most boring last minute of a match ever as the referee would count two guys out in a row. <laughs> but rules is rules. Arbitrary rules are arbitrary. <laughs> Anybody who's listened to our show long enough already knows that to be true. But again, good match. Not not the greatest elimination tag match because there was really nothing on the line. But it wrestled, was it was fun. Exactly. People twerked. Big E, like freaking, you saw his entire dick. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't. Also, jeez. Uh, so Yolanda tweeted that that's how you get the entire crowd pregnant. Uh, Charlotte and Paige have a really awesome hard-hitting match and have a really friggin' great rematch on Raw that resulted with Paige just going completely nuts. So good. So friggin' good. Pat, did you at least get the women's match? On Raw, the rematch? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw the one in the pay-per-view as well. I'm- I'm Good. fine with these women's Good. matches. There's Good. really not much to say other than this was a great match. And I hate to say this, but ending ending some of those factions wasn't the best idea because I'm, I'm glad they're keeping Team Bad together because they did Sasha versus Becky, and you're just like, man, these two girls have nothing else to do right now except feud with each other. And they had a really good match, but it was overshadowed by the Divas title. It's because they're just a bunch of big idiots. Oh, Biggie. Uh, the shortest match on the show comes next. It's Tyler Breeze versus Dolph Ziggler. Breeze gets the win, which means Ziggler is what? Triple H? Buried. <laughs> Destroyed. Finally, last year's survivor. We buried him. 
Yes, exactly. Because it took an unbeatable god from NXT. Yeah, oh man. A guy who it took leaving NXT to win a match finally. Oh man, he had a he flipped out about that one. I knew it. Ziggler's such a jobber. His career's over. He should just retire. Which he plans on doing when, he, when his yeah, contract's up. Yeah, so there you go. Well, got your wish. All right, so now we got the Brothers of Destruction taking on the Wyatts, and you're all like, which two Wyatts is it going to be? And everybody's like, it's going to be Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman. And it's oh, gonna it be was Puff. Eric Rowan. Yep, and we're yeah, like- Eric Rowan gets it. And I, as soon as he gets in the ring, I'm like, this is brilliant. Because he's gonna he's gonna die, and that's exactly what happens. Yeah. And then Bray and Harper get up on the apron, and Bray turns to Strowman and goes, "You stay there." And I'm like, "This is the best match." Yeah. No. As soon as yeah, Strowman I kills a guy, <laughs> because the build to it was so good. Because they even had Braun Strowman talk like when, when Bray was like, "Should it be Rowan? No one. Should it be Luke Harper? Uh, don't talk right now." And then <laughs> Braun, Stro- Braun Strowman. Blah, 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 long promo. Blah, blah, look at my face. I'm like fat face Snitsky with a bigger beard. Blah, blah, Why blah. Why looking at the camera? You should look at that camera. The, not the right camera he looks at. Dolph Ziggler already got buried. Um, <laughs> yeah, now the cameras don't matter because no, Ziggler no, got don't buried. Matter. Uh, so, yeah, it was nice that they went with Luke Harper. Plus, he's the best worker of the bunch. And I think he deserves to work with Taker and Kane in a match like this. And, like, Strowman kills Michael Cole with The Undertaker. Oh, yes, he does. Indeed, he does. <laughs> I was like, Michael Cole die? Because he... It took him a long time. Because no, he's, too, he's too ripped now to die. Oh, yeah. He's been doing the thing. So, uh, yeah, the correct... So, so, Taker and Kane defeat the correct Wyatts. Tombstone on Luke Harper for the win. What an honor. And then you get the main event, which is Reigns and Ambrose, and you're like, oh, it, it's going to be Reigns, but maybe it'll be Ambrose. And they do a couple of falsies, but the the Reigns, the Reigns wins, and Ambrose is still in the ring. I'm like, oh, he's going to turn heel. He's going to turn heel. Yeah, and because then, there's still like 22 minutes left in the show. <laughs> yeah. And then he gets out of the ring. I'm like, oh, maybe not. Maybe he'll come back. And then they start doing the confetti celebration. Uh, I'm confetti like, and pyro at the exact same time. They want to kill people. Yeah. And as soon as that happened, I'm like, yep, he's losing the title because that's exactly <laughs> what happened with Daniel Bryan at yeah. SummerSlam. And sure enough, here comes Triple H. You're the bad. And then Reigns is like, LOL, nope, I'm going to spear you. And Sheamus is like, LOL, nope, bro kick. And then Triple yeah. H had bad gas pains. Yeah. Ugh. Ow. Ugh. I can feel how bad this booking was. Ugh. And uh, Sheamus cashes in and actually becomes World Heavyweight Champion again after doing nothing. And as Pat would say, he is no longer irrelevant. He is. He's no longer irrelevant. He's very right, relevant. Yes. It's relevant. <laughs> Who's stupid now? <laughs> you are, said the crowd. That was funny. Um, so yeah, sir, I I like Survivor Series, and pretty much nobody else did. So yeah, I was fine with Survivor Series. Um, I had a good time. I don't I don't really recall much that happened on on Roar. But if you want to talk about that, maybe refresh my memory of something I may have liked. 
It felt like it was just a a forgettable show, sadly. Yeah, except that Rusev came back. Oh, yeah, now that's the International Authority, apparently. Yeah. Because we got Ru- Seamus, Rusev, well, and Barrett. Well, right? I do like that they're keeping they're keeping those three aligned because I think that's a good a good idea for them. Oh yeah, I forgot they even did that with Rusev before he left. That's right. Okay. But uh, did you notice who didn't come back with Rusev? And that was Lana. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she's in some pretty deep heat. Well, now what happened? She has nuclear heat. Yeah. Well, first they're mad about the whole engagement leaking, which forced them to change their storylines. Uh, and I think they were oh, mad about something no. else. But she's, like, having Twitter beef with Paige. Oh, yeah, because she's, she's tweeting stuff without it being in storyline. Paige bullied her in NXT. And, like, if you if you watch the, the Stone Cold podcast with Paige, she talked about that she was kind of, she was kind of mean to some of the, some of the other girls while at the training center because she saw that there was a handful of them that were really serious and working hard and then there was others there that were just there to be divas and she kind of hated that and guess what lana would be one of those bitches that was just there to be a diva and that makes me not like lana because i I agree with Paige. (laughs) i respect the girls that are there to do the wrestles and the ones i don't respect are the ones who are just there to be divas aka my favorite match is melina versus alicia fox who? Yes. But we had some good stuff that happened on oh. NXT. Wait, wait, on, on Raw, <clears throat> New Day turned one! Oh, yeah. They turned one year old. And they, oh, and can, can we talk about Kofi's hairstyle for a minute? Oh, his, his unicorn horn hairstyle? I think when I talked to you earlier this week, I asked you if you saw Raw, and I said, all I'm going to say is look at Kofi's hair. Oh, God. Not only... (laughs) I mean, that was great, but their whole celebration for them turning one, and they had their little Pepe unicorns that they came out with. Oh, man. The New Day is so good. Um, was Was there anything you want to talk about from that segment, or could I also talk about what they did on SmackDown? You can talk. Okay. Talk about your stuff. Okay, so SmackDown happened on Thanksgiving, which means I watched it Friday. Um, so anyway, backstage they have this segment. Big E is shirtless in a pink apron, uh, along with Kofi, and uh, he's preparing all the foods for Thanksgiving potluck. And they go through... Such potluck, he's, pre- he's preparing all the food. He's preparing all the food <laughs> and then asking what other people brought. So um, at one point... Oh, who... Who brings the first thing? Oh, Heath Slater brings his famous Slater Slaw, baby! And there's a Oh, did you get Heath Slater on Raw? No, with his short hair that I forgot that he has. Because he he was playing the guitar because they were in Nashville and he was ripping on country music and then Ryback came out and just shell-shocked him to death. (laughs) Oh, but apparently he was alive again on Thursday. (laughs) Yes, of course. (laughs) So so the so Heath Slater had his coleslaw, which had a band aid in it. So they if sent you him brought back. coleslaw, you're you're out to begin with. <laughs> well, then we had Adam Rose, who I thought he had a crock pot. I thought he was bringing poop in a crock pot because uh, <laughs> he's the party. He's bringing poop it. on your Thanksgiving pot. But even Shin worse, hates this gimmick. He killed, hates it. He killed the rabbit and made rabbit stew 
in the crock pot. That's actually pretty cool. Killed I the killed rabbit. the rabbit. About a year or two late, but pretty cool. <laughs> killed the rabbit. Killed the rabbit. <laughs> um, and then the Ascension showed up, and they brought nothing to the party, to the potluck, so they got ridiculed and had to leave. Um, and then when they talk about the turkey, well, the turkey... They, did, they didn't even welcome anyone to the wasteland? No. No, they were talking about... No, the because they were guests. <laughs> They're talking about destruction and demolition. And rising. And then, uh... <laughs> oh, what did they... They detained them from the party. Uh, but anyway... So then we get... Where's the turkey? Oh, Xavier's bringing the turkey. Then in comes the gobbledygooker. But it's Xavier Woods and... Turkey butt bounce out the commercial as they both slap his turkey tail. And then, <laughs> uh... He walks past the Usos backstage as the gobbledygooker, and, the, and then Uso number two so is like, you know it's Xavier Woods, right? And he's like, yep, I got a plan. Nods up and down to commercial. So then we have um, New Does Day. Have a cunning plan? Yes. New Day versus Lucha Dragons. This and, is way uh, too much SmackDown talk, by the way. <laughs> this is awesome, though. Because uh, really what happens is it's Uso number two so in the gobbledygooker costume, out comes Uso number one with Xavier Woods in his boxers with his with his mouth taped <clears throat> and his feet taped together and his New Day socks on. And uh, they basically, uh, it ends with a splash on him, but the whole time him screaming and trying to get the tape off of himself and rolling around the ring and then... Are the Usos are baby faces? Well, the Usos are heels as far as I'm concerned. Poor Xavier Woods getting tossed in the middle of the ring. They like beat, <laughs> they like beat him up. Stripped him down to his underwear, tied him up. Yep. Wouldn't let him speak. And they're baby faces. So anyway, Gobbledygooker does the uh, splash as Uso number two so, and and (laughs) and King can't remember his name. He's like, oh, it's the the Kibbley Gawker. (laughs) And they're like, Kibbley Gibbler. That's (laughs) awesome. Kibbley Gibbler. Kibbley Gibbler. The Kibbley Gibbler. (laughs) It's the Gawker! <laughs> a Gawker splash! You mean a Gooker splash? Whatever. Oh, that's great. I love when they can't remember characters' names. He's not on my roster sheet in front of me. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, man. Alright, so... It, it's a good thing and a bad thing when there isn't that much wrestling news to talk about. Because that means that maybe nothing too good happened, but uh, NXT is nuts. But not, but some, some bad things happened. We'll talk. We'll save that for last. So I want to talk first off about the uh, the bad thing that happened this week, which was that Cesaro got injured, and he might be out. Well, for he's a few been months. injured for a while, but now he's finally getting the surgery. Yeah. And that really sucks because he was really starting to pick up steam. But in case that wasn't bad enough, Brad Maddox got fired. I'm mad. And that's just sad. Supposedly, by calling the Indianapolis Colts pricks. I'm like, yeah, that's a reason to fire someone. Of course. Of course it is. You can't be a, a heel to sports teams. 
<clears throat> Sorry, too much. Uh... Which is funny because wasn't New didn't New Day just rip apart the Lakers like two weeks ago? Yeah, I think it's more because he called them pricks, but I still think that's a bad reason to fire somebody. You should go uh, join Abraham Washington. <laughs> that was funny though. That was like the first week I actually liked that character. I'm like, oh, that was great. I like this character, and then he was gone the next week. The Kobe Bryant in the Denver hotel room. Unstoppable. Unstoppable. <laughs> That's what happens. But you know what? He'll go somewhere else. He'll get super over. He'll be back one day, and he'll be even more over. All he has to do is show up to any indie and punch someone in the butt, and the entire crowd will go insane. Pretty much, yeah. Um, all right, so I got some NXT notes we need to talk about here. First of all, the Drifter is about to debut. Yep. Yeah, he was backstage playing a song, and then at the end he said that he wrote it for you, and he's going to play it at your funeral. And I was like, good. Because that name, Elias Sampson, has been in, like, velocity and heat matches before. So, like, 15 years to get to this point. Yeah, so good for him. Um... And we also got a promo video for the return of Sami Zayn, which I just remembered when he got injured. They were like, oh, he'll his prognosis for his injury is that he'll be back in December. I'm like, damn, that's so long from now. And now it's like two days away. I'm just like, oh, OK, so that's soon. <laughs> Suddenly it's only two days away. I know. Jeez. Um. There was a title retention with Dash and Dawson, and I want to talk about it, not because of, like, how much I care about that team, but how good the false finishes were with the Vaude Villains, because there were two times I actually sat up and was like, oh, my God, they're actually going to win the titles back, and then they didn't. Well, you know why they, they retained, right? Because they went hard all day and night. Really? Speaking of people who had really good matches on NXT, can we talk about how Eva Marie had the best match of her career? Yeah. And there's a good reason for that. One, heavily scripted, well-executed storyline, and two, Bailey. It might be the most scripted match in NXT history, not not even women's. Because... Bailey, it was very obvious that Bailey was carrying her, but it was so good and the crowd was emotionally invested into it because when they actually thought Eva was going to pin Bailey, they were shitting themselves. Except for the one guy who was reading Jericho's book in the front row. <laughs> but uh, I saw that picture. Yeah, no, the, the match itself was actually very good, and it even had a great finish because as soon as she lost... Nia Jax destroyed Bailey and pretty much laid claim to be the next contender for the title. And you're just like, yep, they're getting rid of Eva and bringing in a real wrestler. The match, the whole way it was built, though, where they, they referenced corporate wants this. Here's a special corporate referee. Corporate, corporate, corporate. Oh, yeah, they brought in senior referee Charles Throbinson. We got a huge pop. He's been around for a long time. He was the WCW referee. Yeah, he was. He was Lil Nate. He was commissioner at one point. For no reason. Yes. Or president. 
Sorry, it was. Oh, it was because it was because Ric Flair got put into the insane asylum. Oh my I god! I remember that he was on the phone talking to Rick at the beginning of a, of a pay per view, I think. And Rick's telling him what to do, and meanwhile, crazy shit's going on in the background. The one thing I remember about that storyline was that I learned that it's possible to post bail to get out of an insane asylum because that's what Arn Anderson <laughs> did. <laughs> oh god. But then we have to talk about something else that happened on NXT, and that was the best contract signing ever. <laughs> okay, so uh, NXT starts with Michael Cole, of all fucking people. Can I have your attention, please? Everyone's like, oh, fuck, Michael Cole's here. NXT is ruined. This is like, it, didn't, it wasn't as fast as Big Show ECW champion. We know everything's fucked now. <laughs> but, jeez. But, uh... Finn, Finn and Joe signed their contract, and the best part was that Finn cuts a scathing promo. And Finn Joe comes out first. Oh, yeah. yeah. He just interrupts. It's like, well, normally we bring the challenger out first. I was, was going to have Samoa Joe come out first, but okay. And Finn just cuts a scathing promo. And when and Joe gets wants you to look ring, me in the eyes when you come out here. Joe just gets in the ring, signs the contract, and walks out while his music's still playing. And it was awesome. Another great example of saying so many words by saying nothing. That's why Samoa Joe belongs here. He deserves it. Oh, he absolutely deserves it. And then Finn leaves, and then Samoa Joe attacks him. Well, yes, that does happen, but we all knew that was going to happen. He's going to join the Wyatts and get Tombstone, because he deserves it. (laughs) Finn Balor? (laughs) No, Samoan Joe Wyatt. No, Samoa Joe Wyatt. And, of course... Can he grow a beard? (laughs) (laughs) He's just going to grow an afro instead. Oh, that'd probably be easier and faster. Did you see the picture of... uh, It's a picture of the Wyatt family... And it just says, when your crew arrives to, to Grandma's for Thanksgiving dinner during No Shave November. No, I didn't see that. Uh, I thought that was pretty good. All right. Did you know WWE Network is getting some new shows? One of them is going to be super dramatic. It's Edge and Christian's show that totally reeks of awesomeness. And it's about time they got their own show. I wonder why they're doing this. Oh, because they did an awesome show when the network first started, and they were really funny and practically unscripted. Don't don't look at me. And then speaking of unscripted... (laughs) Five seconds. That was great. Ah, you got me again. Stone Fold, did they get you again? Hillstone, you got me again. Don't look at me. How long? Rest of the show. Okay. Five folds. <laughs> Don't look at me for Ben <laughs> Folds five. <laughs> Jeez. And there's going to be a new show. It's going to be like Table for Three, except two people in a car. <laughs> three dryer sheets to the wind. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, shit. I looked at you. Sorry, Stonefold. I'll do it again, son. Uh, yes, so two people in a car driving. Um, as as someone who's been in a car for many wrestling road stories, I think this could be really fun, or it could be terribly overproduced, depending on what they who who they decide to have the conversations with. 
I'm, I'm worried about it being terribly overproduced because, as you know as well as I do, Pat, the best road stories are the ones you can't just tell on a TV show. Yeah, but I think some of the uh, Table for Three stuff were things I wouldn't expect WWE to want to air. So yeah, uh, oh, not being on there at all. Yeah. I really got the kick out of uh, Dean Ambrose being lost in Dutch country because I'm just thinking about where I live in Pennsylvania. I'm like, I wonder how close he was. (laughs) Didn't get gas. (laughs) And they they had an Amish guy pick them up on a horse and buggy. Legitimate horse and buggy. (laughs) As opposed to an illegitimate horse and buggy. I think Uh, what they should do is the front seat is the new driving show and the back seat is a traveling um, restaurant. So you can do table for three in the back, and in the front, you can do their new drive show. Oh, jeez. Pat, will Dorian Drive be behind the wheel? <laughs> Dorian Drive, oh my goodness. Uh, nobody listening is going to get that reference, but I know you do. Vroom, vroom. He, he was a big fan of Fastlane, vroom, vroom, vroom. Oh, Jesus. Dorian Drive, the personal chauffeur for the XWF. We have to tell more EFED stories on here. You know what story I need to tell? I was supposed to tell this like five weeks ago. Oh, yeah, Chris, you're supposed to tell a story this episode. You were. Yes. But, but real quick, what was da- what was Dorian Drive's actual name? That wasn't it at first. Dorian Drive. <coughs> oh, Dorian Drive, and he looked like Vin Diesel. So yeah, we so all decided to call Dorian. him Dorian Drive, and he was yeah, the chauffeur after he you left. You were the one that started that. <laughs> you and Tamara started that. Like Sandberg. Yes, William Sanders became Sandberg, and that's how we came up with our Goldberg character and for this his, show. His girlfriend, Jennifer, became Jennaberg, which is just Goldberg with a blonde wig. Yes. Uh, I, think I, I think I even made that in Photoshop, too. You did. Was, Jennaberg, and she talked just like this. Of course she did. She sounded just like him. All right, so I promise, this is, Chris Wright, I apologize for this, because I was supposed to tell the story like five or six weeks ago. You wanted to hear the Vinny Nero story. Okay, so let's talk about Vinny Nero. So <coughs> this was this was around the time Pat started training, I think. Uh, when we were really starting to we were really starting to roll in Connecticut. World Star Wrestling expanded into Connecticut. They never worked Connecticut before. And Justin Glory had moved up there because he was the principal of this Catholic school, which is what you do when you have a master's degree in theology. So he's principal of the school, and he got us to do some shows up there. And these shows were crazy crowded with people. Like, I've never had, I've never performed in front of 800 people that were screaming when you walked out. Me and the referee walk out, and the place goes nuts. And the re- it was a new, it was, um, what's that kid's name? Like, Tomas? I think you trained with yeah, him. Yeah, 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 Tomas. He, he became like, BMT. Uh, BMT, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was working the ref because he was still. Oh, he training. became bigger, meatier, tastier. Yes, absolutely. I think it was and like I, Michael Thomas, if I remember correctly. And, and I just looked at him and smiled. I'm like, "You ready for this?" He was in shock because he'd never been in front of a crowd before, and this place went nuts for him. And the shows were fun because, like, you know, you know, like I'm not religious, but I appreciated what they did with it. They did like a candlelight vigil at the end, and the guys all talked about inspiration stories and everything. It was pretty cool. Steve, the teacher, thought he was going to catch on fire because he's Jewish, but other than that, everybody had a good time. So we we met a bunch of New England-based workers while we were up there. A lot of them were um, Johnny Ova's crew, 
which all kind of kept to themselves in their own little locker room. But then there were a couple of guys that intermixed in. They were like the, the younger, less experienced kids who didn't have egos yet. They were just excited to work. And among them were guys like uh, J- uh, Johnny Davis, who's now JT Dunn, who's making a name for himself on the indies. He's in a tag team with Chris Hero as Death by Elbow. And uh, there were these two kids that always came together, Matt Magnum and Vinny Nero. Now, Vinny Nero was an interesting character because when we first met him, he had two big tribal tattoos on his forearms and another big tribal tattoo on the, the top of his back, his shoulder blades. Well, what, what tribe was he part of? Exactly. <laughs> what tribe are you part of, Chad? <coughs> um, <laughs> the douche nation. Um, he came out to a song by Mercy Drive. Hey. Uh, Mercy Drive. Nothing yeah, you Mercy- can say. Mercy Drive wrote a song for Randy Orton. And then there was his moveset. He did a lot of headlocks. He did this backbreaker move where he broke your back over his own back. And then his finisher was a diamond cutter. Oh. So, somehow, some way, me... The, and, and the ultimate brain trust of people, which is like Joey Image, Johnny Toxic, we all did, christened that Nero stood for not exactly Randy Orton. And we, oh, and he even had like Orton style, tri- and he did the original Orton pose, which was just like he put I'm up one tree. fist above his head. I am group pose. Yeah, he did the I am group pose, exactly. Well, <clears throat> fast forward a few years. He apparently took so much shit over being like Randy Orton that he changed his entire look, including getting his tattoos surgically removed. Because the last time I saw him was the Steve Carino show that we worked in Connecticut. That was Pat's debut as Pat Backlund. And he came to visit and he had his arms were heavily taped up. We're like, what's going on? He goes, I got my tattoos removed. Like, why? He goes, I'm sick of this Randy Orton shit. I'm like, dude, you really caved in that badly. You can't be that sick of it. If you if you got the music, you did the moves, you did the finish. You know, like, how did you not expect that to occur to the average fan or the worker? Yeah. But to be fair, he was a nice kid. And, like, when, when he worked GSW, him and Magnum drove, like, the, the five hours one way. They worked the opening match. They said thank you. And they walked out. They didn't freak out about money they didn't freak out about booking they came in they worked they had a good time and they left because it was experience for them uh i don't really know what those guys are doing anymore but i hope they're doing well because they were good kids and they were hard workers hey nothing they could say (laughs) well we have more to talk about after the break we got some trolls coming up we got some facebook comments and we've got the greatest game ever where we're gonna bury you all Alright, do I really have to read this? Hey, this is Triple H from the Club Kayfabe Podcast. And when I want to be a nerd, or I want to learn about nerd things like movies and comics and video games and stuff, I don't even know anything about this stuff. I listen to the Adrian Has Issues Podcast because it is that damn good. So listen to it or else you'll get buried. And we're back, everybody. Awesome. So, as you guys know, the Thanksgiving holiday has passed by, and I think we all have something to be thankful for. 
Unless you're this week's Troll Truth, where our old pal Hey Man has revealed that I despise this holiday because it's it's <laughs> biased towards people who have things to be thankful for. Oh, wow. Misery loves company. I'm so, thankful that I've never met him. <laughs> so, you have a device which obviously lets you post on social media. You are living in yeah. a place... You're able, to afford, you're able to afford an Xbox One to the point where you don't even need to hook it up yet. You can put it in your closet, right. You have a car. You have a roof over your head. You have a car. They get you you have a job. job. You have food on the table. I think you're doing okay. So, yeah. But, you know, what, what but do you... But he's not talking? thankful for any of that. No, of course not. But she actually isn't thankful for any of that. <laughs> he's not thankful for anything, except that The Flash is the greatest show in television history. So he's not thankful for The Flash? Not even thankful for The Flash. But I got a, I got a message from him on my birthday... That I had to share with all of you. I just completed what is probably your dream match. Jake the Snake Roberts versus Bray Wyatt headlining a pay-per-view. And I just read that. I'm like, yeah, that would be a dream match. Yeah, Jake Roberts in his prime versus Bray Wyatt. Most that was for time. your birthday, Chris. I know. I'm honored. <clears throat> a match you didn't get to see. <laughs> you should be thankful. Uh, well... I, I I have more to say about being thankful, but uh, I want I want Dan to do Facebook comments first. Okay. Well, speaking of Thanksgiving, something happens the day after Thanksgiving. Oh no! Don't they be racist! It, uh... Don't be racist! Don't be racist! Oh, be racist. So I'm not going to be racist. I'm going to actually call it Black Friday then. Yes, because yeah. it's actually not the least racist thing you could call it. It is. It is uh, because it has nothing to do with race. If you say African American Friday, you do make it racist because then you're biased against, against Jamaicans, Haitians, and you know because you're actually making it about race. Anyway, uh, WWE asks, "Thank you, Shelton Friday." <laughs> oh my God! Get or, or one like him, <laughs> or one like him, the one like Shelton <laughs> Friday. WWE wants to know which superstar would you least. Want to be stuck on a Black Friday line with? Oh, okay. This is going to end well. So, here we go. Emma? Rus- <laughs> Rusev or Kevin <laughs> Owens? They both suck. Oh, okay. That was real relevant. Thanks. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I-, I like the Emma comment. The WWE fans are really stupids, XD. Oh, yeah? Okay. Stupid. So the X, XD says it suck, right? That's a Disney channel. Oh, okay. It sucked. Disney XD. Big Show Mark Henry and the Great Kaylee and Brock Lesnar. The Great Kaylee? And Mark Henry. The Great Kaylee Kaylee? Mark Henry, the Great Kaylee. I feel like I. this is like some southern person I'm in line next to. Some Southern folk. Mark Henry. Marcus Hentai. <laughs> oh, God. Ugh. Tentacles everywhere. <laughs> you could team up with Lord Hentai. <clears throat> All are yeah. looser, ex- except Roman Reigns. Except Roman Reigns. Oh, except Roman Reigns. 
Yeah, all looser. are looser except Roman Reigns. <laughs> who's, who's looser, Alexa Bliss? All are looser. <laughs> Roman Reigns, only tight asshole in WWE, confirmed. No, it's accept Roman Reigns, not accept him. Oh, <laughs> to accept him. Oh, okay. It's your Lord and Savior. savior. <laughs> oh, okay. Accept <laughs> the spear. <laughs> Shin, bow, Shin, bow down to the Ua. So I, I'm loose. Are they looser because they have they have accepted him? Oh God! Into their anal cavity. Ooh. Ah, ooh. Oh, I've by the accepted way, accepted a twenty-sided die. Dan, did, you, did you did you get the uh, what song would be heel Roman's favorite song? <laughs> what song would be heel Roman's favorite song? Warren's I know what song London by Warren Zevon. <laughs> Warren Zevon. <laughs> See now. Well, what he should what, what he should do is he should be doing the Richard Cheese version of Down with the Sickness. Oh my god! Because it's slower. Because he's a heel. <laughs> I like that version. Uh, 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 uh. And our last <laughs> and our last Facebook comment is the WWE writers. I would be bored to death. <sighs> Would you now? This this was uh, wow! I don't think anyone was funny on this Facebook. They were all just terrible. Like there's a whole bunch about Kevin Owens because Kevin Owens was in the picture, and and I was like, I would love for Kevin Owens to be with me in a Black Friday line. I would just like stay behind him as he like whoops everyone's ass or talks about how irrelevant sports are. It'd be great. And then like and then like and a whole bunch of them were about Rusev, and I was like, dude, if I was behind Rusev, I'd tell him to crush, and then I would just keep walking. If you were behind Lana, you'd look at that ass, but you'd also let her uh, cause heat with everybody else, so you'd move forward in the line. (laughs) All right. Well, guys, I got a bonus this week. Because on Twitter, Vince McMahon posted, "Today, Today is the day to truly remember what we're thankful for in life. Happy Thanksgiving to the WWE Universe. <laughs> oh, he didn't post that on Black Friday? We're thankful and there for are the slaves. slaves. No, but there are responses to this. Oh, no! So here's what some people responded to Vince McMahon's Thanksgiving wishes. Some of them were nice, like, thank you, Vince. Well... What he was looking for. Yeah, Happy Thanksgiving, Vince. Thanks, happy Dad. Thanksgiving to you and your family. How about Canada? <laughs> okay. Yes. WWE, the company, is loosing its fans. Time for oh, a change no. and time to build new stars. Their Roman Reigns is, is loosening the fans after they accept him. God. Oh, no. That's one big fist. <laughs> Please do something with the current product. Isn't he doing something? <laughs> They're doing something. You just might not like it because you're a little bitch. Your product isn't in this universe, but your sentiments are appreciated. That is until you change them, which you will. <laughs> Thank you for Stephanie. Dad. That was me. Yes. Pop. Um, Much of Glenn Jacobs tweeted back, and he's like, Hey, Pops, it's me, Hunter. 
Oh, God. Uh, this one says, Merry Christmas, Dad. And who is this? That's so Andy. From Toy Story? Yes, of course. And your last comment simply says, Push Cena. Please. Kind of so, not even there. So I, I just assume that Vince doesn't actually read these comments, because if he did... I wouldn't be on the social media anymore. <laughs> How do I well, turn off the ability for Mexicans to respond to me? Oh no, ask Trump. Welcome to the dork fest, Pop. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and with that, we only have something else to possibly be thankful for. It is time and that's to... the end of the show. Okay. Of course, goodbye. It's... It's time to play points or buried and a dog barking. Actually, this is more of the results show. Yeah. Or folded. I'm still here, son. That's a damn dog again. Or frozen. Trying to freeze that dog. <laughs> or oh, speared. I'm not going to spear a dog. That'd be cruelty. But Roman, watch out for that. Oh, oh, Roman, not you. Yeah, it's me first. Ah, I had to jump in front and swim around in your name that's on the ground, all these letters. Yes, indeed. And then thumbs up from Mr. Reigns over there, who is not the champion. He's getting a little, a little bit depressed, but he's got okay. TLT still. So. so the bad news this week was that all regular points were only going to be worth 50 and people were like, aw. But then I said, but there's three chances for you to get points. And they were like, oh. And then they were so, like, eh? So there's, a, there's three parts to each to each entry. And each one can net you 50 points if it's funny. So you have a chance to get 150 points. Or 100. Or 50. Or, well, zero. And you know it comes with those. Uh-oh. So... The idea is we're having a big Thanksgiving feast. So your job was to pick somebody who didn't have to be involved in wrestling, although I think only one person went that route. You were going to tell us what they brought to Thanksgiving dinner, what they're thankful for, and then why they left dinner early because they had to go catch a Black Friday deal, what deal they were catching. Wow, that's a lot. It is, but people delivered. We got quite a few entries here. All right, so you ready? I'm ready. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say who the wrestler is. I'm going to read each part, and you can determine how funny each one was, if you would net it points or if you wouldn't. Now, to you guys back there, I'm talking to you guys now, here's the thing. If only one thing yeah. is getting shot down, you can only do a half burial. Only a half spear. Yes, now, if two things go down, you can do it in full. But if all three go down, you get to do an ultimate. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> so let's see. Wait, which so direction. if one happens, I can freeze it, and then I can terminate it, and then I can erase it if it's all three. That's an ultimate. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 All right. So let's see what direction this goes in. So first... To the party is the boogeyman. 
And oh. he brings a bucket of worms. Yes, of course he does. Okay. He is thankful for artificial lures. Okay. And he has to leave and he has to leave early so he can get fresh worms at the nearest bait and tackle shop. All right. These all made sense, but weren't funny. <laughs> so, how many of these would you like to give points to? Zero. <laughs> I agree. Zero of them. Uh-oh. You are subject to an ultimate. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, who's stepping up? Who's putting in the button combo? Forward circle. Oh, yeah, me first. <laughs> first one I'm going to do is I'm going to effing spear you. Oh, no, he's going to jackhammer, isn't he? Now it's time for oh. the effing jackhammer. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. Now I'm going to to finish it off is I'm going to drive over you in Burt Reynolds' car. Oh, no. <laughs> Slow down, Burt. I think it's the car and Burt Reynolds in the studio. Simsack, you have been the victim of an ultimate spear. An ultimate spearing. Congratulations. All right. Next person coming to dinner is Racist Vince. Yeah, here I am. Why is he here? He doesn't get points or anything. And the only thing he can do is worth nothing. So, so part one, he brought turkey, ham, and Shelton Benjamin, white meat, the other white meat, and someone to do all the stuff. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, See, God. Uh, yeah, this is what I would thought, like, at, at first, you'd be like, uh, not funny, not funny. Oh, the combo is funny. Wow, that was good. Okay, so, so part one's getting points. Yes. All right, we're up to 50. Okay, this year, RV is thankful for the Club Kayfabe crew. And do I even need to tell you what letters are chosen for that? Why? Because he gets to keep a weekly job despite everyone's complaints. He is additionally thankful for whoever gave him a Shelton Benjamin because, well, his crew, with a K, just was not complete without it. And finally, thankful to all those who continue to support his cause. Wink emoticon. Because it's... It's funnier when it translates that way. <laughs> wait, wait, so what is he leaving for? I'm sorry. Oh, no, that was just part two. Oh, okay. I know, he's doing like three parts of a three-parter. Wow. Each, each, three, each part of the three-parter has three parts. <laughs> wow, okay. That part two gets points. All right, you're up to 100. Let's see if we can go for the 50. Oh, can you get ultimate <laughs> points? RV had to leave the dinner early because the Barneys in New York was selling some really snazzy new robes with a Ferrigno belt and a, and a saline handbag because, well, those people really wanted them and he just wants to show off. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't not say points. Ultimate points to Glenn Kukin. Wow. Ultimate, Again, ultimate. another three for another three for. All right. Next person coming to dinner is Kevin Smith. He brought some curious smelling brownies. Of course he did. Let's see where else this goes before I decide where I'm getting. Oh, oh okay. He's thankful for his hot wife, H-A-W-T, and his new fleshlight. Okay. And he had to leave to collaborate on a new movie starring Ice Cube and Chris Tucker. 
Okay. Um, this is like... This reminds me of the Boogeyman entry, where these are all things that are literal. However, none of them made me laugh. Uh-oh. So I it's, think someone's going to use an ult, 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 Oh, ultimate. this is an ultimate. You better watch out, by the way, because there is an ultimate ooh-ah. Oh, no. <laughs> He's got it in the chamber ready to go. <laughs> so, first of all, let's see. Who is going to duel out like this, this he, ultimate? Superman punches you in the mouth afterwards. <laughs> in the back of the head. <laughs> it's like the Mortal Kombat the- X-ray vision. Superman donkey punch. Okay, so... I think Arnold really wants to do this. I do, but... No, I want to swim in those pot brownies. Those (laughs) special smelling brownies. Ow! God, how is he going to ultimate this? Then I'm going to swim in your hot wife. Oh! (laughs) Oh! And I'm going to climb up the diving board. Oh! Oh, the (laughs) diving board. And I'm going to dive into Ice Cube and Chris Tucker's new movie. Oh! I'm going to swim in it. Swim in it. Oh, I'm drowning. I'm drowning. Oh! Help me. I I can't swim. I can't swim. Oh! You know, for someone who can't swim, he swims in a lot of things. You know, for someone who can't well... He just got ultimate buried. <laughs> well, he got ultimate, ultimate Don Weston. Ultimate Don Weston. <laughs> I like how two of his forms are the same thing. I'm going to swim this, swim in that, and then I'm going to climb a diving board and also swim. But I can't swim. <laughs> Don't tell anyone I can't swim. I'm drowning, Robin! <laughs> Except he told everyone he can't swim. <laughs> By drowning in front of everybody. <laughs> Oh, motor, motor City Machine Gun Floaties. Oh. oh, God. Motor City Machine Gun Floaties. They'll keep you above water in the brown bag special. Jeez. Also known as water wings. The water wings don't help. The water wings, they do nothing. <laughs> All right. Next to the party is Sting. Sting brought... I see where this is going. He was thankful for... And he left to get... Some face paint. Oh. Points for every entry on that part. Oh, ultimate points! Alan Craig, ultimate points. Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. Are, like, all the games going to be special for the rest of the year so people can maybe catch Chev so he doesn't win back-to-back? No, that's Alice's job. Alice has to be funny. Can Alice be the one in one in one? (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's a a three-way tie for the other prize, which is... uh, (laughs) Which Winning is the most games yeah, six, 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 yeah. right? Yeah, there's there's a 666 six, six going on right now. Funny enough, isn't one of them Shin who doesn't even enter half the games? Exactly. Like this one, for you example. You realize that if he entered the other half of the games, he would have a commanding lead based on percentages. Yeah, exactly. All right. Next to the dinner is Roman Reigns. Of course it is. <clears throat> Roman, you're at dinner? I'm, I'm at that dinner, baby girl. 
he brought his famous cranberry sauce oh, to, God. To, sla- creamy. To, sla- to, to slather all over it's your like plate. ranch. To slather all over your plate of food. Oh. While, saying, while saying grace, he was thankful for yet another blown opportunity to walk away with the World Heavyweight Championship belt. And part three. He suddenly realized Triple H was right and dashed out of the house to get the last lep- replica WWE World Heavyweight Championship belt off the shelf of a Toys R Us because it's the closet. Oh, closest. I thought you wrote, you wrote closet. I apologize. He will ever get to the real thing. Okay, the first one gets cringe and regular points. Is uh, cringe twenty five because it's, because regular is fifty? Uh, yeah. Change yeah, approved. Seventy five points. Seventy five. Okay. The second one. Could I get that again? Uh, he was thankful for yet another blown opportunity to walk away with the world heavyweight championship. Aw, aw. Let's give that points too. It's timely. Okay. Okay. And the third one was the replica he su- belt. Yeah, he right? suddenly realized Triple H was right. So he dashed out of the house to get the last title belt of Toys R Us because it's the closest he'll ever get to the real thing. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to give that points, which means, means oh, God, he's standing up, he's standing up, he's standing up. Oh, God, it's more than an ultimate because oh, 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 there's oh, an extra oh. 25 in there. Oh, 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 ultimate. Ooh. Man punch in the back of the head. Oh God, Joe Mad Dog Needle, you're the first ever victim of the Superman punch and the ooh-ah. So the ult- yes, ultimate ooh-ah. But he's getting a thumbs up, so two thumbs up. Holy crap! And, and a side it's of like cranberry two and a half sauce. Thumbs up. It's like two and a half thumbs up. <laughs> you got one seventy-five. Okay. All right. Good job, Joe. Next one is Jeff Hardy. Oh boy! I brought I brought aluminummies and meatballs on my meatballs. You know, like, aluminummies are just like sculptures. We can't eat that shit. <laughs> you didn't say it had to be edible. Vince brought a Shelton Benjamin. Uh, everything here is edible, and that includes me, my dear children. So. I brought aluminummies and meatballs on my meatballs. <laughs> I'm thankful. Like, like smaller meatballs to put on top of the meatballs. Yeah, of course. Or you just make twice as many meatballs as he expected. They're like they're like little snowmen. Oh, they're little BB-8s. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a poor droid. I gotta get out of here. He's thankful. That makes everyone a motherfucking superstar. <laughs> <laughs> and he had to leave early to go buy a new house, a new car, and to adopt a new dog. <laughs> it all got burned down. He was it happened again. Meatballs. <laughs> he was making meth balls. I got meth balls. Uh-huh. Um, I'm gonna say uh, points all the way across. Ultimate points. Ultimate points to Ellis G. Holmes. Okay. Next to the party is Hulk Hogan, brother. <laughs> oh, no. And what is he, he bringing? 
He brought his famous raw egg custard pie. Oh. Now with extra vitamins and prayers added. <laughs> I like how the prayers are right inside now. <laughs> you can see him. It's the creamy filling. Okay, what is he thankful for? He's thankful. He's thankful that his his wife looks like an older version of his daughter. Oh, of course. At least it's an older version. <laughs> and uh, he left early so he could go get reincarnation insurance. Reincarnation insurance. Oh my God! Yes, points all the way across. <laughs> Russell Wright, ultimate points. Wow! You you got me with vitamins and more vitamins and prayers included. All right. Uh. <laughs> There's just like a little booklet of prayers inside this peggy mess. <laughs> this spoonful has a Hail Mary in it, brother. All right. So next up, uh, Devon Dudley has arrived and he brought the table. <laughs> Which we uh, needed sorely. Of course. I can't believe we uh, hadn't had a table up until this point. Nope. We definitely need a, a bigger or more tables because of all these people showing up. Right. This Thanksgiving, Devon is thankful that he's not on the TV Guide Network. Aww. <laughs> and Devon leaves early for this year's buy one, get one half brother sale. Oh, wow. That's really good. <laughs> points all the way. Dan Dahl, ultimate points. Ultimate. So glad he brought the table. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we were just sitting on the couch until then. Yeah, All right. Roman's ranch-like cranberry sauce was just on the ground. All right. I like this next entry because they added an extra step where they're bringing the wrestler. It says, I'm bringing the Undertaker. And what else would he be bringing but sliced meat? He's thankful for his new meat slicer, but he has to leave early though because he's got to pick up and he's got to pick up a new deli case that he got for twenty five percent off. Way to go with the old reference! Call back, call back. Let's go all the way back to the first entry and then give that one points, the second one points, and the third one points. There you go. Ultimate points to Adrian Cotton. He's been down number, since day one. The number taker circular deli. Of course, now I have to go back into the archives and figure out how far back that actually was. Circular deli. Yeah, I can't find it right away, so I'm not going to go crazy looking for it. But I know that's an old... Oh, wait, there it is. Episode 43, March 16th, 2014. Wow. Throwback. All right. Oh, boy. Here we go. Pat Patterson has brought over what seems to be turkey giblets fresh from... Well, let's just say they're fresh. Oh. Oh. Okay, so it's cringe points at least. <laughs> He's thankful for KY Jelly. Also cringe points. And he has to leave to be first in line at the Briscoe Brothers Body Shop to buy a muffler, which is weird <laughs> considering he doesn't own a car. <laughs> Okay, so cringe, cringe, and then points and cringe. So, 75 plus 50. 
All right, 125. 25 points shy of ultimate points. Really? So... Yeah, 125, yeah. Since that didn't get additional 25 points, would anybody like to quarter something? I'm going to... I'm going to shovel a little bit of dirt on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Siobhan just got a little bit of dirt on his face. It's better than a little bit of ooh on his face. <laughs> He's gotten that before. I got a little bit left for him if he wants, baby girl. You have more? <laughs> he brought several trays of his cranberry sauce. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. All right. This is your biggie countdown. These are your final five. So, Darren Young has brought over some kielbasa, but it looks like it has chocolate sauce on the end. Oh. Ooh, cringe points already. Cringies already. Okay. He is thankful for all of those no days off from uh, wrestling. Yeah, that's the one. Yep. Okay. And- points. <laughs> And he left early because he heard Abercrombie and Fitch was having a half-pants, half-off sale. Oh. And he God. can't miss seeing that. Oh. Okay. So, I'm going to go cringe, points, points. Cringe, points, points. So that's the that's the same thing as uh, a chef. So there's well, 25. Well, same points, but not the same. Not the same thing, yeah. All right. I'm going to set my right. gun from freeze down to chill. <laughs> All right, Matt McFarland, you just chilled. <laughs> uh, there's going to be so many 25s in these points now, but whatever. It's going to drive right. some people nuts. <laughs> yes, until, until Ellis and Melissa take over again, and then in which case, there'll be, there'll be all kinds of wacky numbers being thrown around. I give 27 points. No, you don't. Okay, so so this this <clears throat> next person is making a dramatic entrance. Stonefold breaks a picture window and then walks in through the frame. <laughs> he's brought he's brought a jug of arm and hammer lock detergent <laughs> to help with the cleanup. <laughs> arm and hammer lock, nice one. He's still thankful for the late Billy Mays and his wonderful OxyClean commercials. His whites have never been whiter. I love your whites. And, uh, but he's been rudely checking his phone all night, waiting for Arnold to text that he's outside so they can get in line at Sears for a new front-loading washer. (laughs) Save so much damn water, son. Eco-friendly. It's nice and clean, and that's the bottom line, because Stonefold said so. But so uh, I think it's going to get points all the way all the way across. And it's going to get nicely, nicely, neatly folded. <laughs> yes. And wash and dry. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Kalaya has got ultimate points. And Stonefold's approval. Okay. Usually he's burying people, but he gave approval. An approving folding job. Okay. Uh, Dixie Carter brings over some chitterlings because the smell helps her creative team with storylines. Chitlins? Chitlings. Ew. Chitlins. 
she is so thankful for Vacant, she doesn't know what she would do without him. I want him off my damn banner already. But Dixie has to leave when she saw the ad on her MySpace account that Walmart had WWE superstars buy two, get one free. Okay. That last one gets points. The other two, no. Uh Uh-oh, someone gets fully but not limited. All right. Michael Vaughn, you are getting three points, but... Is this going to be a full, or are they going to half? Are, are two guys going to have to go to level this? level two? Right? They don't get to go all the way to level three. Yeah, they get to go to level two. Yeah, so, they can do what they usually do every they, week. Basically, what they usually do. Hell, son! So I'm going to fold it, and then I go to level two. I'm going to crease it down to center. <laughs> what was exciting? That was so exciting! Wow, now that should be a network show. All right. Can we well, get a replay on that? For there you go, replay. Right, here we go. He's going to fold it. And oh, here's where he puts in the crease. Oh, my look goodness. The crease. <laughs> I don't know about okay. you, Patrick, but that is, the, uh, that is the cleanest crease I have ever seen. <laughs> That's the creasiest crease that ever creased. That is more of a crease than, uh, than the villain from... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know so where you're karate. going with this. That's more. That's a bigger crease than the villain from Karate Kid. <laughs> All right, uh, Chris Benoit has oh, brought no. over Bibles. <laughs> brought over Bibles and placed one at everyone's spot. Oh, how nice! He was thankful for doctors' prescriptions and had to leave early for a crazy Bowflex sale. God. I feel bad giving this points all the way across, but it was funny. But, but you're going to anyway. Yeah. Andrew Whitaker, ultimate. You are getting points, points all across. <laughs> do, 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 do. You have gotten points. You have gotten points of the ultimate kind. <laughs> and last but not least is Lex Luger. And he oh, brought no. Miss Elizabeth in a I very nice suitcase. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> He brought Miss Elizabeth in a very nice suitcase. <laughs> okay. He is thankful to Cyberspace Wrestling for their oversized t-shirts. Uh-huh. But he had to leave early because he has a CPR class to go to. <clears throat> oh, points all the way across, and I say winner. Oh, God. Ultimate points to Matt Hardman. Wow. And- and Matt Hardman, you win. <laughs> so he's gonna get an extra fifty as well. For oh yeah, yeah, he gets two hundred. He gets ultimate ultimate points. He gets the ultimate points. <laughs> Arnold, I'm disappointed you didn't get to go triple threat. <laughs> well, I know he was the most excited. He knew exactly what he I was going to exactly. do. Yes, I gave it away at the beginning, and that was the problem. No one ever pointed at me when it was time, but I was ready to to freeze, to erase, to terminate. And if it got to that point, I could even kindergarten cop. Oh, no. What would you you do? Just yell at them, you're you're a cop, you idiot. I'm a cop, you idiot. And then I throw the entry out the window. It got it's not a tuber points. (laughs) Uh, 
So, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And uh, I am thankful for podcasting, because this shit's fun. It's why we do it. You know? It's why we do it. There it is. So, I'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Oh, hello! The Ultimate Warrior! Oh no, he's put he's put in the rocket fuel. Oh god. What are we going to do if the show ends? I'm too busy worrying. I'm talking about mashed potatoes and sweet potatoes Ooh. with the pecans. Yeah, this is the turkey's gonna go right there. Oh, I can't wait. We got the green oh, beans. Oh, oh, Team Bear! Oh, <laughs> welcome to the first annual New Day Potluck Dinner! that special time of year where the entire WWE universe can gather around a table and talk about what we're thankful for. Uh, tricep meat? Yeah, yeah, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) And New Day as the Tag Team Champions. Get eyes on that gold. Get eyes on that gold. Thanks to us. Yeah, thanks to us. Thanks to us. Thanks to us. Thanksgiving. The one-man band is here to start the party. Oh, I, 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 what's that? What's what, that? What is this? Yeah. This is my famous award-winning Slater Slaw. What's in there? There's cabbage. There's bologna. Bro, 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 bro. Is that a band-aid? What? Oh. What? Oh. oh. What are you doing here? You hate parties, man. Rabbit stew. Is that funny? You did that to Bunny! You suck! We don't want this! You did that to Bunny! Give that to Bunny! It's disgusting! We don't want this! We don't want this! Whoa! It's the attention! Hey, what'd you guys bring? Desolation. And destruction! Okay, uh, well, how about some dinner? Denied! This is a potluck, man. You gotta contribute something to the meal. You can't just freeload and eat something for nothing. Come on, you guys got to go. Get out. You got to go. Get out of here! Get out of here! At the same time. At the same time. Declined and denied. You know what? This isn't really going the way I thought it would. Um, But uh, you brought the turkey, right? Yeah, oh, turkey? no, I didn't bring I the turkey. You were supposed to bring the turkey. Oh, no, no, uh, Xavier's bringing the turkey. That's right. Okay. Yeah, okay. he's bringing it. Oh, look, look, look. Yes. The Gobbledy Googa! But forget about those 25 years of The Undertaker. This is the 25th anniversary of The Gobbledy Googa. Yeah. In our match tonight up against the Lucha Dragons, we're going to show the world what we can do with the power of positivity and the power of poultry. (laughs) (laughs) Poultry is another word for turkey. Got it. Uh, Poultry. Y'all didn't know. But you know. know. But before then, I need to go spread a little bit of holiday chill. What a good man. Mm. That's a good man. D-Tank. Turkey.
Keep Look out!